Yeah, Mike working? I think so. All right, we in the building. Just making sure. Just making sure. All right. Let me get that rule up in here. That's a bet. That's a bet. Let's go ahead and get this joint rolling. Let's get this party started. Other than that, How you feeling? Uh, How you feeling, little bro? Man, pain here and there, but you know how I go. I'm just managing, just taking it one day at a time. Hopefully, I get some good news next Thursday, you know, when I go to this next appointment. Okay, okay. Other than that, how you doing, though? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. I'm excited for today's conversation. I'm hyped about our WNBA space with Ab last night. I think that's going to be a good thing. So, you know. Yeah, I definitely feel you on that. I listened to the playback uh, right before I downloaded it. I was like, okay, they turned this shit up. This is immaculate. And then I just remember, you know, everything that was sent to us in chat. I'm like, yo, she's sitting on a gold bond right there. Yeah, for sure. What's up, bro? What's goody? What's goody, everyone? They have Everything's good. You ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> We're going to roll with what you want to roll with today. Yeah. 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 This is going to be good. This is going to be a good one. Well, hey, T. Hey, Ray. You might as well just get your mics, uh, you know, request to open and get your mics ready. Don't worry, y'all. We're going to get started in a few. We're going to get started in a few. I already know it's 1230 on the dot. But at the end of the day, I know how y'all do. We're going to give recap a little bit. Time to finish up with his space. Finish that up if it's not finished already. For those that's here already, make sure y'all share the space. Share the space. Share it in your DMs. Go crazy. I'm trying to get Rule up here as a co-host. As usual, you know how that go, bro. Hit the button. Hit accept. I guess I'm in now. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Where did I? Right, you in and out, Queen P. Dips. Where did she go? Oh, goodness. She's been having this little problem with getting kicked out and stuff like that. Even phone calls. Nine times out of ten, though, I'm thinking she probably got a phone call. Because that was happening to me yesterday. Like, I'll come up, it'll bring me up as a speaker, then I can't hear nothing. Then I'll come up again, then I can't hear nothing as a listener. Then I close out the app. It's it's just too much, man. It's just too much. How are you, brother Darul? Can't complain. Lovely day. Another day above the uh sand, above the ground. You know, so, so you, know good. It, you know it. Mr. Ray, how are you? Good. Good. Uh just relaxing on a Saturday. Um what's up with you guys? How are you doing, Miss T? 
It is a beautiful day in Georgia. Sun is shining. And that song, Rainy Night in Georgia, it is true. When the sun is shining, I am very happy. Just as long as you don't have to take a midnight train back, you good. No, but I am going to take the midnight train as soon as I find out, Trippy, when he's going to have his barbecue. And I'll be there in August. With God's grace. Well, my thing is this. If you say in August, then I'm going to plan it for around then. How about that? Make it easier for you. Oh, Trippy, that's why I love you so much. Trippy, you good, my brother? I, I, I saw uh, your, your, your mishap. Everything good with you? I'm high for the most part, man. It'd be it'd be hard. Like I'd be trying to speak in these spaces to y'all, but bro, when I say my shit be throbbing, bro, <laughs> I'd be like, look, I'll come back to you. I can't even get the words out right now. You feel me? Oh uh, yeah. That's that's no joke what you went through, man. That's, that that's serious business. That's 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 some pain for real. Yeah, Trippy man, hope you're doing good, man. Nobody deserves to go through what you went through, brother. I appreciate y'all, man. I appreciate y'all. Yo, Ray, you sound like you're having a Tommy of life. You're a little too relaxed. He's just, yeah, man, you know, I'm just in the vibe. I'm just chilling. I'm trying to get like you, bro. How, why are you so relaxed? Where are you at, number one? Because you don't even sound like you in D.C. right now. <laughs> I moved to North Virginia. I moved back to North Virginia. Um, and it's just a lot quieter here. So I guess that's conducive to feeling that peace you know so that's the vibe and you already know you already i'm know back i'm back little bro i bet 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 and on top of that right i mean that you know you you definitely feel a kind of nice thing <laughs> just a little just yeah. a little yeah i think i think that's the first part i think he put the uh, last part <laughs> the first part last <laughs> I don't think Northern Virginia has that much to do with it, man. He'd, he'd be feeling this nice weather, even if he was in Southeast DC right about now. That's true. I don't think he's feeling. I don't think he's feeling any pain right Summertime now. Summertime in DC is beautiful, though. I mean, oh no question. Oh man, it's, it's a beautiful walk. I, I tell people all the time, even even during the work week, downtown DC is different after five o'clock. From not nine to five and at the five, it's a totally different place. Beautiful scene. I totally agree. There's something for everybody. <laughs> nope. In many ways, yes. <laughs> Is everybody having a good week? My students were real good this week, so I'm, I've been chilling too. I mean, my week has been pretty... Pretty much just Street Fighter 6 all day, baby. If you don't got Street Fighter 6 right now, you better go get it right now. Y'all playing games, bro. Street Fighter 6. Hey, hey, Trippy, I need your advice on something, man. It's real important, right? Now, my team is in the finals, right? And I'm trying to figure out, should I get the, if we do win, right? Because do I get the jersey and hang it up in the room? Or do I get, like, just the memorabilia? Like, I'm trying to put all my money together, brother. But it's hard out here, bro. It's hard. Nah, you got to get the jersey. You got to frame it. Hopefully, you can actually go to a game and get him to actually sign it and frame it. Then you turn up like that. That's what I would do. 
Yo, bro. Oh my god. Oh my god, bro. I mean, if I can, if I get you. Yo, if I can get Jokic like right when he retires to sign that shit, like or, or oh, I'm man. telling you, bro, you up forever that. after that. But look, without further ado, I got the king and the queen here. I'ma pass the mic to them, and y'all go ahead and run the show, cause I want to see what this is about. Like, I don't even know the topic per usual. I I find out when y'all find out, folks. So, ladies and gentlemen, to the king and queen. Queen oh, good. how you doing today? I'm good, Brother Rule. I'm good. And, you know, I want to say good afternoon to everyone that's joining us today for the conversation. So here's a place where we have candid conversations about things that affect our daily lives. Uh, it's, it's a safe place to give your opinions. There's no hands, no order. Just jump in, join the conversation. It's going to be spirited. But, well, I've been holding on to this for a minute, right? Because so much stuff is going on in our country. But today I want to discuss the lack of women's reproductive rights in this country. How a bunch of old men feel they have the right to regulate women's bodies. Um... Roe v. Wade was a 1973 landmark Supreme Court decision in which the court ruled that the Constitution of this here, United States, generally protects a pregnant individual's liberty to have an abortion. Let's fast forward. June 24th, 2022, saw the overturning of Roe v. Wade. The historic Supreme Court decision that had guaranteed the right to abortion in the United States for nearly 50 years, right? Mm -hmm. For years, anti-abortion rights politicians have been promising to appoint judges and justices hostile to abortion rights. After every turn, these politicians use their power to manipulate the nomination rules. Now the Supreme Court is dominated by justices who are hostile to abortion rights. As a result, one in three women now live in states where abortion is not accessible. In the first few months after the overturning of Roe, 18 states banned or severely restricted abortion. The abortion bans that have taken effect since June 24th, 2022 have inflicted harm on Black, Latino, Indigenous, and other communities of color. Communities where systematic racism has long access to opportunity, have, has lacked access to opportunity and healthcare. These decisions, ladies and gentlemen, affect us all, be you man or woman. So let's talk about this. Uh, no question. And you know, actually, this this extends um, back to our last week's conversation, how everything is connected 
um, to the same thing, the, those census uh, numbers. And th this is a prime example of that. But it's also a prime example of you can say whatever you want to say about the other about Republicans. They played a long game. They are very patient. So when we while we sit there and say, well, someone needs to motivate me to vote. Uh, someone needs to give me a reason why I should vote. They said, OK, we're, we're going to fight a little bit at a time. We're going to take a little bit here and a little bit there. This is a battle that they've been fighting really since since 1973 and, and, and fighting in earnest since the 80s. Um, so it, this is the ban is just a is just a final block in that building that they've been built that they've been building for 45, 50 years. You also have to figure out, too, that a lot of. Um... A lot of a lot of a lot of politicians and judges. There's there's a there's a saying that I've learned in politics. It's mm -hmm. called follow the money. Where's the money coming from? A lot of people like a lot of these politicians and judges are paid to vote down certain things outside of their interest because there's there's cert, there's a big there's a big money pot in play for certain companies or certain um, certain like uh, people who who don't like abortions, like the evangelical situations. So there's a lot of money involved in this, in the back behind this too. So we, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot of moving pieces and a lot of moving parts when it comes to not wanting Roe v. Wade and overturning it and overturning it and overturning it. So I think people need to just be vigilant about the situation. I, and I, I think outside of all of that like a, a vote voting is not going to help because if because people have been wanting uh roe v wade for you know at least people in my i mean i just turned for i'll be 41 in a couple of days and i've never heard of anyone saying that they you know that they don't support women's choices and stuff and i, I support women's choices i i think i think this is something that's in behind the scenes a lot of behind the scenes stuff there's a lot of money be, there's a lot of corruption in this country and people don't want to point that out and we have to you know we have to get to the bottom of that as well well not not to veer too far off off the subject but i'll say this it's it's not really a lot of, of backroom um work that's going on here a lot of stuff that's happening is happening in, in broad daylight like i said republicans have been very patient um, before, there's been a virtual ban in a place like Mississippi for years, even before um, the court overturned Roe v. Wade. I believe Mississippi had probably about one or two different um, abortion clinics in the entire state. So it's been a systemic, systematic ban that's been going on for decades across this country. Like I said, ever since ever since 1973, and, and definitely since the 80s. Um, a lot of the states have, have been the same piece by piece, brick by brick. They've they've attacked Roe v. Wade, and even with doing even with the overturning, that's based on throwing different court cases at the Supreme Court. Um, they were able to do that because they were able to place three different justices on the Supreme Court in a short amount of time, and that was done with the specific purpose of overturning Roe v. Wade 
as well as overturning other things such as uh, things and against I, uh, a nature and such. And I also, laws against laws against uh, nature, make allowing people to um, drill in, in certain places where they weren't able to drill before. So this is it's a long game. It's going to be a it's going to in order to get Roe v. Wade either reinstated or some form of it, we're going to need every women all women to. To, to, to come to some, you know, but you have a lot of women that, that don't believe, you know, they believe abortion is murder and all this type of stuff. And it's, it's to, in order to, we need a collective effort. And I, and I think it's going to have to be outside of voting. It's going to have to be a lot of protesting, a lot of back and forth, but it's got to be a collective effort. It's got to be everybody. We need more than women. Yeah, we need men. men. On this we need men. And I, I'm gonna hurt. I'm gonna hurt some feelings with this, but facts are facts, and the numbers are the numbers. In 2016, 55 percent of white women voted for Donald Trump. No, what was on the table? I just want to throw this out there as as the the as a white woman here who did not vote for Trump, and I've said this mm-hmm. to to a lot of my Native American friends is that this is I'm gonna say this in. White people are slow learners and are, are can be really, well, slow learners and stupid sometimes. I'm just going to flat out say it. White women think that they can protect their privilege by voting against their own interests. Um, but they don't realize that when they vote for the 55% who voted for people like Trump, that when they start banning things and they start taking away rights, like our right to health care and abortion, it affects everybody, not just not just minorities who, you know, for white women might live somewhere else. And that doesn't directly affect them today, but it will tomorrow. You know, whenever that tomorrow will be, it's coming. Um, and they don't seem to. This is just for for me, it frustrates the living hell out of me when women vote against their own best interest. And yes, some of it has to do with with positions of power and and money but do you think that the white the older white men who are in charge right now they don't want you at the table if you're a white woman even if you're a republican they don't want you there you know they're just using you and they don't see that and it drives me absolutely crazy when when white women vote against their own interest and their own safety and their daughter's safety and their granddaughter's safety you know and and access to to services and things that that actually benefit all of us, you know. And this has been, you know, we talk, you know, a lot of emphasis can be placed on the court Supreme Court decision last year that overturned Roe v. Wade. But this is it has been. It's been fifty years of death by a thousand paper cuts, you know. I think the rule you mentioned, you know, Mississippi only having two clinics, and that even before the the court case was overturned, overturned Roe v. Wade. Uh, Like they've done things to restrict access, you know, like they, they put limits on places like Planned Parenthood, which, you know, yes, Planned Parenthood has had a really dark history of why it's come to be, but Planned Parenthood in in a lot of poor communities and neighborhoods, Planned Parenthood is the only clinic health clinic available to people. They take in everybody. doesn't matter if you have insurance or not. You know, so but they tried to re- they've they've restricted in some states. This is before the last year, 
you know, if you're going to perform an abortion, you can only have hospital admitting privileges. Well, a lot of the, the physicians that are at Planned Parenthood, they don't because they're nurse practitioners, uh, which could do everything a doctor can, but they just don't have the admitting privileges. Or you need to have your clinic up to hospital standards, which means, you know, having a, a, an operating room that, you know, meets whatever level a hospital has. And a lot of these clinics don't have that. So again, it forces, you know, it might, for the outsider who's not looking deeper into the issue, I was like, oh, you want it to be up to a certain high standard. No, it's designed to limit and restrict, you know, or it, it's things like, you know, using religious exemptions to prescribe things like birth control pills or access to condoms. You know, I remember like growing up in the 80s and 90s, so during the AIDS epidemic, it was so controversial to hand out condoms at school, you know, but like handing out condoms to teenagers who are going to have sex, you know, it doesn't promote it more. It promotes how, if they're going to do it, they're going to be safe. Condoms prevent pregnancy, right? So limiting restrictions to birth control was also, you know, a way to, to, to limit the impact of Roe v. Wade. You know, all these things are connected and this is all part of, of this 50 year plan. And it just, the plan took off really like we talked about in the eighties when Reagan decided to align himself with the hundred percent with the evangelical movement because they had the money, you know, and, and, and everybody who thought Reagan was a great president, you know, I swear they're the ones who were, they had their heads up their asses in the eighties. Cause you know, you can see all the horrible destruction that he did to not only to, to the environment, to minority communities in this country, to, you know, what affected women's rights, it permanently fucked up the economy, which all of this is tied in together. Um, you know, so it's, it's, this is, it is, it's part of the long game and they're coming after, they've been coming after us. And it, this is all part of that white male, soon to be minority that wants to stay in power. How do you stay in power? You limit and take away rights from the groups that, could take the power away from you. And that's and, oh. right. And, and you, and you also force um, white women to have babies. Mm -hmm. And the way you do that is by taking away uh, those, those, those opportunities such as abortion and um, the, the pill and, and comes and, and they're, and they're going after all of them. Don't think they're not going after the pill next. Right. Though they are. They absolutely are. So, there's actually a book out too. I forgot the name of it. it. Came out in the forty, the thirties or forties, about white people not having enough kids later on around this time. So it it definitely there's there's some truth to that. Where it's like people know and people do know. Like you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of um, mixed races nowadays, and people are getting like especially white people are getting super super scared about that type of thing because they know that. What in the, what they say in the year twenty fifty, is it twenty fifty? Like you know, we're all going to be mixed race of some origin or some type of situation. So it's it you know they they know the storm is coming. So it's a good it's a good it's like a definite um, conversation to have. But you know, it's and, go ahead, and, go ahead, Donald. And also, let let's not dismiss terrorism. And if any of you don't understand terrorism. If you were around in the 80s, in the 90s, then you were around during the bombing of birth control, of, of abortion centers across the country. So it became more expensive 
not only more expensive, not only more expensive financially, but more expensive with your very life to be someone who performed an abortion because you you had a a good chance of being targeted for death, whether it be by bombing or someone shooting you in front of your home or outside of your office. And and those things happen and they had and they it had a major impact as well on on the on the limitation of abortion access across the country, especially across certain parts of the country. Yeah, I just um, want to mention to... before I, I I go back on mute, um about ten years ago, George Tiller, who um not only did was he a doctor in Kansas who provided abortions, but he also was one of the few that provided late term abortions for women. He was gunned down in his church by a so called yep. pro lifer, uh evangelical Christian. So clearly the sanctity of life doesn't matter to some of these extremists. Um, they are terrorists because they're, they're meant to terrorize women and the people who provide an important medical service because abortion is healthcare. And, you know, so help, they're there to terrorize. And the fact that they killed a man in his church where I believe he was a deacon, you know, complete disregard for a place of worship shows just like just how far off the scale that these jackasses are um if i must swear so yeah i wanted to jump in and and um as it pertains to roe v wade is it the only way to kind of counteract what's happened and just correct me if i'm wrong i'm just asking um if a couple more justices if they pack the court some more with justices who are a little bit more liberal. So isn't it just going to be like a just a back and forth kind of situation where whoever's in power going to is going to pack the court to, to try to sway the Supreme Court a certain way? Well, it's not. It, it, well, anyone else want to answer? I mean, I'm gonna... it's it's not just um, swaying the Supreme Court. Those justices are there for life. So it's not every four years that you say, okay, you guys get out and we're going to put new guys in. They're there for life. And people like Kavanaugh and um, Sotomayor. Black guy's name. Sotomayor, too. Clarence. No, not, so, not Sotomayor. Yeah, I'm not talking about her. I'm talking Coney Coney um Coney Bryant Coney Coney Barrett Coney Barrett Coney Barrett. No, I'm talking about Gorsuch. You talking about Clarence Thomas? Thomas. Clarence yes, Thomas. Clarence Thomas. About Clarence yes, Thomas Clarence. and Kavanaugh. Okay, I just wanted to know. I have several questions. Okay, um, how hard is it to impeach a Supreme Court justice? That's one. Number two, uh, Daru, do you have the percentage of Hispanical, okay, and non-white women that voted for Trump? Because that, I believe, I don't have the number off the top of my head, but I was astounded by that number. I could not believe that number, okay? And I believe, Slater, that voting is everything okay it's everything it is the only way 
okay, to get those old son of a bitches out. It's the only way is to vote. But unfortunately, okay, due to uh, gerrymandering that is going on now in the state that I'm in, most likely I will have to stand online for hours to vote here in Georgia. But a bitch will stand in line, okay? And due to those same non-white, okay, and Hispanic women, who will again vote for those that are in office and have been in office for 300 years. Okay. But we can't give up. We cannot give up. Voting is to me, one of the only ways. Okay. To go. And, and Robert is going to talk about, I hope lobbyists and, I want to ask you, Robert, how do we get a lobbyist? I I hear what you're saying, sis. I also would say what's alarming to me, because I look at all facets of things. We have two Supreme Court justices that have been involved in either sexual harassment or sexual assault. They are making rules on what I can and cannot do with my body. Something's wrong with this picture. Say that. Ladies and gentlemen, something's wrong with this picture. Exactly. It's messed up. Robert, I'm listening. Hello? Speak on. Hey. Robert, we can hear oh, you, brother. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Teresa, as far as the Hispanic vote, it's a little misconstrued, and I'm going to explain why. If you let's let's look at Florida, for example, the Cubans. Cubans are considered Hispanic, but Cubans there are white Cubans and black Cubans. White Cubans consider themselves white, and as soon as they get to this country get all white benefits that they see even though they speak spanish but if you go to if you go to south miami you will see and they actually discriminate against other cubans who are not the same shade as them but they skewer the numbers of hispanic voters because if you look for example at orlando where is different hispanics they were blue, but if you go to Dade County, it turned red, and that's that's where the numbers are are messed up in in Florida. That's the only one I can give an example of. I don't know other states. Now, so DeSantis, yeah, no way to get rid of him. Oh yeah, uh, eventually he's screwing up Florida as well because you know. Florida, you know, Florida's losing money that's going to come in, that's going to affect their tax bracket, and everything's going to, prices are going to go up because they're going to have to get the money for the state in other ways. So as governor, he's a, he might not even win his own state, but I'm not, I'm, I'm not even concerned about DeSantis. The Supreme Court's a big thing. And let's not forget, 
the Republicans stole a nomination away from President Obama. That was a big thing that affected the justices today. And and no one fought back. No one fought back at that. Congress is full but of cowards. Everything, everything that Trump did, they fought and won. They fought and won everything he did, including Kavanaugh. I mean, Trump literally, listen, Trump, no matter who you are, you know, yes, for Republicans, he did what they asked him. But everybody knows Trump was the worst president. I'm not saying if you're just because you're a Democrat, even Republicans know this. But can you imagine the guy who is the dumbest, worst person put three Supreme Justices for life that was their biggest win to me yeah and that's that's kind of the question that I had was would the only way to counteract this would be the appointment of Supreme Court justices who actually favor women's reproductive rights and if so like is that something that 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 we vote certain people in who feel strongly so that they can advocate for that at the higher levels like is that i'm just kind of trying to I trying to get an understanding of what it looks like at the top versus what you're you're when you have your job for life the only way to lose it is to die so now it all depends who's in power at the time when the next one keels over I think, but, I, see, I, I, have I think okay, Teresa, excuse can me, I? Excuse me, one oh. second. I want to know about impeaching. Okay, yeah. those who've already been found, everybody knows, okay, that Kavanaugh did what he was accused mm-hmm. of doing. Okay, we have proof that he did it. We have proof about Clarence Thomas's wife yeah. and what she did on January 6th. Okay. Don't forget Clarence Thomas was also, you know, involved in the sexual harassment of Anita Baker. Like, uh, like what are we talking right. about? He shouldn't even be Anita on the Hill. court. Anita, Anita Hill. Hill. Oh, These God. Yeah. Anita Hill. But we need a Congress that will actually do it. That's part of the problem. Correct. The fact that right, like the way, as you saw the impeachment of Trump, how it worked, you need you need the house to bring up the charges, but right now the Republicans control the house and they're not going to do, do Jack because Thomas and Kavanaugh are their guys. So this is where voting comes into play. And this is why we need to vote to take control of Congress again, so that they do have the power in, in the house to bring up the charges, to impeach those two. And then the Senate needs to find their spine and convict. But um, it's a, Biden has it. And then we could also add justices to the court and expand the court. Uh, we can do that with the Senate. We have the majority in the Senate, All, it, but Biden has not signaled that he is open to expanding the court. And it's not just the Supreme Court. It's expanding the lower courts as well, which need to be done because I think we only have 13 district courts. It should be expanded to keep up with our growing electorate overall. But Biden hasn't Correct. signaled an interest. He's not interested in doing that, which is really frustrating because when 
when, uh, you know, during the primaries, there were candidates on the Democratic side that were calling for the expansion of the court and were calling for, you know, to do some more progressive things to fight the Republicans at their own game. Because you don't think the Republicans wouldn't think about expanding the court twice if they had a disadvantage like this on the court. Um, because they would. Which, but the Democrats, this is which, the problem with the Democratic Party. They never, they never, they don't fight back well. You know, they get slapped and which, they say, oh, we're sorry that you slapped us. Which goes back to what I said earlier. A lot, there's money involved in it. And I understand how people don't, like, we don't really know the ins and outs. But it becomes, it becomes a two-man game, almost like in basketball. Like, it's, it, it's a media thing. We don't, we don't, we some of us, we just, we lay down and we take it, no pun intended, but we sit here and we, you know, we, we argue about it, but nobody won't, we have to, we have, I feel like, I feel like personally, I feel like we have to protest because in order to get people to see what we're doing and understanding that you want certain changes, you have to go right to them. And I don't want, and I'm not talking about some January 6th shit. I'm not talking about none of that. I'm talking about people protesting. We, just like um just like Dr. K just said, we already know that Biden is not going to buy if because if Biden really wanted certain things, he would have done it by now. He's got the power to do it. He's got the pens to do it. You know what I'm saying? We have to walk out in the street and have and and get these cameras in people's faces and tell them that we, we are not gonna we are not moving until the you know, until either either Gorsuch is gone or any of these people are gone. And I, and I think, you know, media, media turns a lot of people's minds around to certain things. It's not going to be the politicians themselves. It's not, it's, it's just not, they, they're, they're buddy buddies with each other. They go golfing together. They, they, they pay for each other's kids, college funds and shit like that. Like people don't know that. You know what I mean? But do, do I wonder, do we all understand that women are going to have abortions, ban or no ban, right? So now it really becomes a health situation. Do we want to go back to the back alley abortions and co-hangers? Like, seriously, this is what we're looking at. And and as far as uh, Slater, I, I hear what you're saying about the protesting, okay, Tens of thousands of women protested after Trump was elected. I think I saw five men there. It can't be just the women protesting. We need to, the men to stand with us. You understand? We need the men to stand with us. And it's not a white or a black situation. This is an American situation. Okay, I'm not trying to stand on no soapbox or anything. Okay, or anything. Hundred percent. I'm from a generation. I'm from a generation where they use those damn coat hangers. Okay, where they use the coat hangers, and women did not come out of it clean. They came out of it not being able to have children. All right. Well, I, I, I'll say this. You know, the, you're you're right, uh, Teresa. The protest took place the Saturday after uh, Trump was inaugurated on January twentieth, uh, twenty seventeen. That Saturday, there were a bunch of protests. 
too late then. The protest should have taken place November 8th, 2016. People didn't see people and 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 had discussions. People saw saw talking about the court as a scare tactic. Um the Supreme Court wasn't that important. So, you know, elections have consequences. And this is a consequence of, of our nonchalance towards that election. You know, we we lost we lost that election in 2016, which means we lost a lot more in 2016 by a few thousand votes. No, we won by votes. We lost by by a few. We won the votes, the popular vote. We lost by a few electoral college votes because there were enough people who saw the election um, talking about the Supreme Court being nothing more than a scare tactic. And there were other things that were more important. And we had we had misinformation that was thrown around. You know, it's, it's, we're learning, we're feeling and learning the effects of that, of November 8th, 2016 today. If, if, if we vote the way we're supposed to vote on November 8th, 2016, then we're not talking about abortion being banned today. You know, we're not talking about packing the court. Personally, to me, that's a tactic because just like we had control of the Congress then, they have control now. So what will stop them from doing the same thing? You need something uh, much more solid, much more concrete, much more stable than, than that. You just It's a back and forth thing that's going to go back and forth every time the Congress changes hands. And with a gerrymandered Congress, that we, a gerrymandered district in many countries that we have today, Congress is going to go back and forth. That's just the way it is. So I, I'm not a fan of of packing the court because it really it's, it doesn't it doesn't solve anything. Um, these guys, I, I think they fight back. I, I think there's a lot of I think as a country we need to really when these laws are passed, we need to really take a look at what are inside of these laws. You know. We had a conversation last week with the young guy, I forgot his name, where he talked about, where he asked the question, well, what has Biden done uh, for black people or poor people? Well, when's the last time you heard about the Flint water crisis? You didn't hear about that because money was given to replace uh, water pipes and water systems in the infrastructure bill. A lot of those things, a lot of those pipes have been replaced with that federal money as well as money through the state of Michigan. You know, we talked about, uh, you had the student loan bill that, that was in the same bill. You know, the way that bill was written, it favored a lot of young, it was a lot of black people who disproportionately had their bills forgiven because a lot of black people disproportionately took on Pell Grants. Where is that now? That's in court, brought to the court by, by um, Republicans. You had black farmers who were finally being paid their money uh, in the first COVID bill from Biden. Why hasn't that been paid out? Because that's also been taken to court by Republicans. So going back to last week when people say both sides and, and people make deals, this, that, no, I, I, don't, I don't go with that. Because there's not a Republican that's going to write a bill to forgive your student loans. 
It's not a Republican that's going to write a bill to um, pay you money that you're due as a black farmer. It's not a Republican that's going to write a bill to replace um, fault um, lead water pipes. It's not a Republican that's going to write a bill that's going to increase access to broadband throughout the country to, to poorer people and the people who live in more isolated parts of the country. You know, these are things that are being done. And but these are things that we don't pay attention to. And and that and that as much as anything is what's gotten us into this and in, in, into this situation today where uh Roe v. Wade is no longer law. Roe v. Wade was supposed to be settled law. When Comey Brant when Comey Brant Barrett was uh, sit was being interviewed in the nomination process, she basically said it was settled law. Once you say it's settled law, you're saying, well, you no longer vote against that. Yet she voted against it. What's going to stop her from doing what's going to stop her and the others from doing the same thing if or when someone brings uh something that, that goes against Brown versus the Board of Education? That's not codified either. So what so Nothing's going to stop them from saying, you know what? And that's settled law from 70, 70 years ago. Nothing's going to stop them from saying, well, you know what? Brown versus Board of Education is constitutional, and vote against that after 70 years. So it, it's, it's, going to be a, it's going to be a long fight back because it was a long fight for the Republicans to get to this point, um, to, to take a... To, to take control over women's bodies um, to determine that government interference is okay in this instance. Government interference isn't okay with guns, but it is okay with women's bodies. It's going to take a long fight to get that back. And, that's a, and no protest after the fact, after, after you've already allowed Trump in. And Trump, by the way, didn't select the judge. Select Trump gave that responsibility over to, I forget the Republican think tank, but he gave that to them. The Federalist the Society. The it was the Federalist Society that gave them, gave Trump and his people a list. So, right. and, yeah, based on right. who would be most likely to overturn Roe v. Wade. And, exactly. and if you don't think, like, here's the thing, too. It's like Roe v. Wade was first. They're coming for um, uh, same-sex marriage next. And I wouldn't be, and there was hints that um, Loving v. Virginia, which is, you know, interracial marriage, it would be on the table as well. So these things do. Clarence, Clarence Thomas will never go for that. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's why that won't, that's why that won't go, only because Clarence Thomas is still on the court. I, that's true. But, you know, there's the, the conservatives still have the majority even with, without Clarence, but, um. But, you know, once you open the floodgates to these things, there's no there's no end to what the other what will come, you know, in terms of lawsuits to try to undo. And see, that's part of, you know, undo what's already been what should be settled law, you know, and who's like you said, the rule Brown versus Board of Ed might be next. I mean, there's already been pushes. I need to look. I could get you guys the specifics, but where they've tried to undo um they've tried to basically resegregate 
cities and school districts across the country. It's, it's slowly happening. And, and it's, it goes back to what I said before about how they undid Roe is like death by a thousand paper cuts. So they, they will look for the other side team, the Republican side, you know, they seem to look for inroads to make small little marks. And then those marks keep growing and growing and growing. Um, you know, and, yeah, and then, yeah. And then it affects everybody and they, they look for ways in, in my experience, cause I do a lot of work, not only with tribes, we, we work within the framework of environmental law, but they always look for, you know, the, the you know, the big business and the pro development people always look for small ways to, to make, to gaps in the law or, or vagueness in the law to exploit you know, and, and that's what they, they've done that with with women's health care. And they're going to be doing that continuously with they've been doing this continuously with the environment. You know, so it, it comes back to, you know, who is in charge of our government and how to like, I just keep going back to what what Miss Teresa said. The voting is so important, you know, and, and we can't just be complicit and be like, you know, I'm tired. Uh, like, why vote? But voting voting has consequences. You know, this is how we got Trump. All those people who stayed home because they didn't like either candidate, you know, completely or, or the white, the dumbass white women, the 55 percent who voted for Trump twice, you know, and this is this is how we get into situations like this is complicity, complicit, being complicit and being lazy. And this is how this is. This, these are the consequences. We're going to be paying for the Trump presidency, unfortunately, probably for the, you know, I, I foresee like at least for the next 50 years because of like what's happened. And the fact that we got three justices on the Supreme court under Trump that show, you know, Congress won't, I'm I'm being skeptical about Congress, but they've shown no inclination to impeach. You know, they didn't, they had not, they had opportunities over the years to impeach Clarence Thomas for, what he did to Anita Baker, but they confirmed him. Biden was helped do that, you know? So like, are they going to move to impeach Kavanaugh, which is, you know, it probably not, you know? So it's like this inaction and just, but we got to keep, we got to keep at it. We got to keep, keep voting and trying to force them, you know, Congress, try to force Congress to look and reflect the people. It, I, I do believe that there's good people out there in Congress and they need our support and there's good candidates out there that we can get behind and we got to support them and get out and vote for them, you know, and just to think back, you know, we think about all the women who, you know, Miss Teresa mentioned the women and Pam mentioned the women who, you know, back alley abortions who died, you know, I mean, we also got to remember that the people who put their lives on the line to make sure people had the right to vote and access to the voting booth, you know? So we I feel like it's a, it's an honor to them to do all this, to fight for, for this and to get out there and vote. Um, and I, I'm Dr. up so fast again. Dr. Cat, you know, you, you is not just 55% stupid white women. It is 100% stupid people that either voted or did not get off their ass to vote because they did not like either candidate. That whole... That part. That whole 2016 shit. And you know what? It broke my son's heart because he went out and he voted because he didn't want Trump 
And then he was after that, he was like, My, fuck it. I'm not voting no more. I'm with, what difference did it make? Last week, a young man was in here saying he was never going to vote again. Uh, yeah. It can't always be voting for a president. Okay? We do have to start at the city and state levels. Okay? Because they are the ones who are getting into uh, the Senate and into Congress. Okay? Raphael Warnock, child, that was a victory for Georgia. Okay? Now, when it comes to my sports, I am New York all the way, but when it comes to where I lay my head, okay, I got to watch who is being presented to me to vote for, okay? And we have to watch that. Like uh, Queen, the, those um, in Tennessee, where they state or city that we did the space about, the Queens did the space about. The Tennessee Three. Yes. Mm -hmm. I think they were, were state level or city level, you know, but they were making moves. And Zarul, I did not know that about Flint, and I feel, I feel so bad that I did not keep that, like, on my mind. You know, those people. And I'm so glad that Biden did do that, you know. And I'm sure glad he did that with the student loans because uh, myself and a couple of my children are still being or paying for our student loans. I mean, he didn't do that just for Flint. He did that. Actually, they, they stopped paying it to Mississippi. Why? Because of the because they have concerns about how that money is being distributed in Mississippi, specifically to Jackson. Jackson Jackson has a completely different water system than the surrounding areas. Of course, Jackson is what eighty percent black. And Jackson so they, was giving out money to uh what is his name? Just giving out money to former athletes. You know, just give it Brett up. Favre. Brett Favre. Yeah, that's his name. So I just want to make a couple of quick points. And again, appreciate you guys having this conversation. The Republicans play the long game and they're not afraid to go into the mud to get it. Democrats deal with issues at hand today in the next year and so on and so forth. Republicans keep adding one point to the next, to the next, till they eventually get what they want. For example, they want to just kill Social Security, period. Started with Reagan when he used Social Security to, for the economy. And, it's, and if you look at now, the debt ceiling, Social Security needs to be, these people paid into that. And this is going from Reagan to now. So that's one of the points. Democrats are, I'm not, like Michelle Obama said, we, don't, we won't take the low road. Sometimes you got to be, you got to take the low road. You got to fight back with the way somebody's slinging mud at you. 
You're not going to pick, pull up an umbrella. You got to throw the mud back. And for some reason, me, myself, as well as other Democrats, don't do that. And we think we're better. I'm not saying we think we're better. I actually know we're better because I always joke about this. Excuse me. If you look at every president in the last, whatever, 40 years, the wives of the Democratic presidents are all successful college degree graduates. Look at the Republicans. The smartest one was George Bush's wife, who was a librarian. I mean, so I joke about that, but it's a fact. And I hate that we're, we think we're more educated, smarter, and we don't want to go into the dirt to fight back. And sometimes you do. And that's how Trump got elected. He was throwing stuff out there that, you know, people thought was funny, but it hurt. And taking the high road, you know, isn't always the smartest decision, in my opinion. I agree with you, Rhino. I see you got your hand up. Just jump on in. What's your thoughts? Oh, yeah. No, listen, first off, hello to the room, everybody. Good to, to see a lot of you, hear a lot of you again. So I uh, hope everybody's doing wonderful out there. Um, you know, the problem, and man, I agree exactly, Robert, I agree with you. Like, you know, there's a there's a high road that the Democrats, anybody on the Democratic liberal side is taking or is taking right now, because at some point, everybody's figuring that they're trying to be the adult in the room, you know, and that's the problem. And I and, and you know, if we as a country, we as a nation is so far gone that we can't have a civilized discussion, then and, then we have bigger problems. Republicans and, and a lot of their uh, their agenda is always pushed because, you know, unfortunately they know their brand. They stay on brand. They have stayed on brand since prior to Trump. It's the same exact brand of, of, you know, patriarchy, misogynistic viewpoints. It's, I mean, they, they're beating that same drum. They have not changed the track on what they've been doing since, like, like you said, since Reagan, Reaganomics and everything since back then. Um, the hardest part, man, the hardest part is expecting a, a Senate or Congress or anything like that to help out, Unfortunately, it's never going to happen because they're all playing in the same money pit. You know, lobbying, obviously extreme lobbyists or any sort of lobbying group in this country on either sides of the, on the aisle have affected people. Because when, you know, you're affecting politicians money, they're not inclined to help out the people they're supposed to help out us, the American people, rather than line their own pockets you know and that's something that you know unfortunately i don't necessarily see a a a realistic um, um solution to the problem until somehow that becomes in the law that you know they can't do that you know um yeah the republicans they're they're going on brand they're they're chasing after the white nationalists they're chasing after the evangelicals they're chasing after all these people and and making policies based on that and they're drumming up enough support from that type of person to allow themselves to continue with their not even low key. It's, it's, it's actually quite comical how like blatant a lot of their misogynistic anti-woman, you know, racist viewpoints are that they're still beating a drum. Everybody's like, we're just letting them get away with this. Right. No, one's, you know, no one's going to say anything because it's, it's actually, it's, 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 it's almost impressive how blatant it is. Um, you know, other than the fact that obviously it affects the entire country horrifically, you know, 
Um, Robert, to your point, like, you know, playing the high road isn't always the best thing. Unfortunately, I think on, on, on the side of the, 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 the left, if you will, or whatever, whatever nomenclature you choose to have, everybody decides to call it the Democrats, the left, the liberals, whatever the case is, is the fact that we have too many voices that are not unified enough. You would think that there's a unification process that everybody's saying, hey, we want us all to protect women, to protect, you know, interracial marriages, to protect minorities in this country. But, but so many people on the left, I feel today, you know, are chasing after too many things that they want represented out there. And we have to tighten up the message a little bit. And I feel if we went in there as a united front and we're like, hey, this is what we're trying to do. We're here for a better America for everybody, not just, you know, that view, that pitch and and through like politicians or a young politician or somebody who has that 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 voice piece that 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 ability to kind of drive that message home for everybody for for every black youth for every gay couple for every woman who's struggling in a, in a single you know parent household or 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 some young girl in the street who something happened has made a mistake and, and needs a you know to you know to make a hard decision in her life to to all the the military people who have you know are are homeless and you know they treat it like crap and military spending and or and mental health spending gets cut against these people so every single person who is struggling out there in America everybody needs to be united together against this horrific white nationalistic racist you know patriotical bullshit that gets you know touted in this country all the time you know until that day happens that we have that singular message and voice we're probably going to be having conversations like this for the next 10 20 30 years unfortunately and, and that's you know the and, problem, that's, and that's the well, problem you know, with, with the democrats is that they're willing to compromise while republicans stand fast Beat the same drum. They are on brand. They are on brand with their hatred, you know, and that's unfortunately the sad part, you know. I've been saying I've been saying this line forever. If capitalism works, why does it always take a democratic socialist to bail the capitalists out? And somehow that message is never said. It from Clinton to bail out Bush, from Obama to bail out Bush, it, it this is what happens. Every 10 years, you need a Democrat to bail out the Republican capitalists. But no, you never hear that message. They won't even come to that message. And, 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 and you know, another part, and sorry not to interject too much, but another part that I, I believe, uh, uh, Mr. Reese, you touched on, those single issue voters, those people who, it's not only the people who don't vote, but those any, I I don't know anybody who lives in a fucking country where you could only say like, you know what, I would do this, but oh God, that guy's viewpoint on... I don't know, whatever, you know, you know, signs in school. This, that's the thing that, that broke me. If anybody, like single issue voters in this country piss me the whole hell off. Like anybody who's that disassociated, you feel like that one little detail of a thing that's realistically, when there's a grand picture that you see people struggling, those people are so, oh uh, God, it, it's infuriating. I, I, I can't, I mean, it's just ridiculous because that's that's what happened in 2016. You were mentioning it everywhere. They were mentioning it when, when Trump got elected. There was too many people that sat home because of a single issue thing. I would have voted for Hillary, but Benghazi, or you know what? I just didn't like that one thing. She, it's like, yo, but look at the big picture. I believe this country in, 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 as a whole, too many people are too selfish, you know, self-involved with their own bullshit that they don't understand that there is a wider world out there. There's, there's, there's a big world in 
in America, I'm a world traveler, but in America, I love traveling the country, meeting new people, new, new communities, new everything there. And there's so many people doing so many wonderful things. And Americans are so just blinded by that. They are ignorant of their own country and what's beautiful about it. I hate hearing people say, oh, I can't believe you went to that city or that part because God, it's so dangerous or God, there's nothing but this. There. And I go, I'm like, yo, I, I was just in that place. It's beautiful. The people are wonderful. It was a great community. Everybody's happy. Like, what are you talking about? You know, it's just, it's so like when you hear people talk about this horribleness of California or, or, you know, of course it's all the Republican talk points of how every other, you know, every blue state is horrific. You know, it's ridiculous. And, and you, these, these ignorant people in America, because they are uneducated to what America is and what the true needs are. And again, that gets back to that voice of those single issue voters don't have that voice to teach them the way. And, and, and until we get our brand on point, like the, the Republicans have theirs, we're going to struggle here, you know? And that, and I get, I agree with you completely. Cause I, I'm from New York. A lot of my friends said, I can't vote for Hillary because you've seen what she did, what she did to that black girl. I mean, <laughs> I get it. She was wrong and she did it wrong, whatever, but that has nothing to do with policy in the country. And that's people pick and choose the little things. And yes, it was a big thing and I'm not, making small of it but look what happened in the long run in the long run and they're going to exploit every single issue you know Benghazi became an issue emails I mean all kinds of weird things and they all Republicans keep with the marching orders regardless of who it is when Trump was running again you seen they all aligned with him. It don't matter. They were, you know, even non-Trumpers and evangelicals. I mean, I'm sorry, but if churches can pick who's running for president, it's time to tell Lord if somebody brings that up. But that's my opinion. The you know, only- you know what I'm, you know what I'm, you know what I'm hearing here. I'm hearing a a, a lot of excuses being made for the American electorate. This is what I'm hearing. You well, know, that's, that's exactly what, the, what it is. It's excuses. I'm hearing a lot of excuses being made for the American electorate. You know, every time we talk about money uh, being in the politics, that's an excuse for the American electorate. Because let, let's, let's look, for example, when, when this country was founded, people passing around the art every time they talk about the articles I, I may be getting it wrong the articles not the article of confederation but when the piece of the constitution was being written it would go from city to city and people would would read about it and read on it and, and that's how they became aware of their country I think it was maybe the Federalist Papers, maybe. The Federalist, there sure. you go. Yes. Exactly right. The Federalist yes, Papers. It was printed up and put on it's whatever print, print, post offices or whatever city right. halls or whatever they had. Exactly. So you you became aware of what's going into the formation of your country. So it doesn't matter how much money is, is, is being put into politics. If you're not aware of how your country, there, there are many people who talk and they don't even understand how the federal government works. They don't understand that there's three branches of the federal of, of the federal government. Something that we learned in elementary school. And they blame everything 
well, the president, I voted for president. He didn't do this. He didn't do. Well, name me your two senators. You can't name me your two senators. Name me your congressperson. You can't name me your congressperson. But you know that you voted for president because because that was the biggest thing. That was the biggest thing in the news at the time. Actually, I joke about that because it's hard. It's harder to become an American citizen for an American because people who become American citizens have to take that test that Americans mm-hmm. can't pass. Absolutely. So, but so the, the rule gets we, back to that point, though. Is that that's mm-hmm. the whole point of it. The point is that this country is uneducated. They don't know. There isn't a voice. There isn't a speaker for it. It's not excuses for it. Listen, money in politics is a massive issue. It's been a massive issue because when you look at the donors and the kickbacks and everybody that helped drive those candidates, that's the problem. There is people who are, there are plenty of amazing, even like you said, down to a city level, people who are ro- running for, 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 for house of representatives for states, for going to, uh, for mm-hmm. districts in, in, in right. countries that are getting annihilated because because of some big budgeted person who's getting money pumped into their campaigns to help oversee. That is a issue because people are playing to their best interests. Those right, are people you know that you, you, know, you, know, you, know, you know why do you know why money is a mass a massive issue? Because it's effective. Exactly. Well, it's, exactly. It's, it's, because it's, no one's going to no one's going to shut down their own money train. That's what I'm saying. No one's going to shut down their own money train. If if that's my point. Well, that, that's my point. It's not it's not a matter you gotta look, I look at it from the other perspective because a lot of people don't look at it from that perspective. Let's say I'm a politician. Let's say, because we, act, we, we put everything on, everyone in the one lump sum. Let's say I'm one of the 500 plus uh, Congress, 400 plus Congress people in this country. I'm Joe Schmo and I represent my district, my little district, and I go to D.C. I'm not getting any real kickbacks or anything. But then every, every four years, Every two years, I have to run for re-election. So I, I've done everything I can do for my district. I bring them. I, I vote for this bill. I vote for that bill. I get up and I get up in the house and I, I speak on the interest of my little district. Two years later, I have someone who's backed by someone else with, with big money who's running against me. And I go out there and I tell you, this is everything I've done. I put it on my little website. This is what I've done. I've done this for the community. I've done that for the community. Uh, road improvements here. I voted for that bill. And I, I made sure some of that came down to here. You know, little Main Street is being paved now based off of money that was on this bill that I voted for. And none of that matters because most of the people... The few people, the relatively few people who are going to vote in my district aren't paying attention to that. They're paying attention um, to the, uh, the political commercials or they, they're paying attention to what they see on, on the cable news and they're regurgitating those same narratives and those same slogans. And I lose, even though I did a good job for my community because someone else was able to pay more money. So is that the fault of the person that's taking the money, paying the money, or is that the fault of the person of the electorate who isn't paying attention to what's happening in their community? Column A, column B. It's the same thing. But guess what? The people who are paying the money to that other person coming in, they know there's a kickback or there's something coming in, whether it's land deals, whether it's some sort of whatever like that. They are. Well, they should. They should. They should. See a fool, use a fool. 
So if exactly. if, if my money, if, if you're not going to pay attention to what's happening in your community and all I got to do is pay a little bit of money and you're going to be blind and dumb and you're going to support me because I was able to sell to you. That's I'm, what's been happening around the country for well, at least that, the last that's not that's not that's not a money problem. That's an electorate problem. I don't think you can undersell the impact of Citizens yeah. United here. Because when Citizens United came down what, in 20, was that 2010? No, it was a little mm-hmm. bit later. Well, yeah. when it came down, uh, yeah. um, I mean, all the influx of money into politics now, it's out of control. You know, where, where now we have, where at least here in my district in New York, all the people I voted for took a pledge to not take corporate money for their campaigns you know so you have people doing i mean we need obviously more of it and not every side does it but uh but with all that influx of corporate cash into the political electorate now it it makes it harder for you know the guy the 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 person who is looking out for his district and and wanting to take care of his district and getting you know main street repaved you know, but yeah, I can't. You can't blame it all on Citizens United. The the electorate itself needs to be educated and needs to pay attention, and we need people to vote in in non federal election years. We need local and state elections to be you know amplified more. You know, and, and so it's 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 part of. I think it's part of a large. It's it's a huge problem, and there's many ways to go at it to get people. To the voting booth you know it's like how we got to find enthusiasm we got to educate we got to make sure the electric the electorate's educated about who the candidates are you know we need people to take an interest in that and follow the money you know um and things like that and we need access to the ballot box where you got states who have expanded you know voting then you get georgia where they've restricted voting and and you got people like Teresa will have to stand in line for hours to vote and why and that's my thing why don't democrats fix it the gerrymandering and that's right. where i have an issue and as far as taking money out of, well, of, well, of well, the well, election well, well, let, let, let's, look, let's, let's look at some things those things have been attacked those things have those things have to be attacked in court so everything in regards to gerrymandering that, that that's not just fixed that's something that you take to court now there was a case where uh wasn't the NAACP, but it was it was a it was a group that took North Carolina to court a few years ago in regards to gerrymandering, and they won. And the judge's finding finding was this is a deliberate and intentional attempt to limit African American voters in North Carolina. Right, and, and, and that I, was and that, I, that was in the that was in the finding. Right, but those things I have to go to court. North Carolina, and I know about this. But right. but what Republicans do is realign their districts. So this way, so for example, if there's a large Democratic community, they will reline their districts, not even to fix an issue and say, okay, this district is all black, majority black community is going to be blue in this district. But meanwhile, Mm -hmm. I'm relining three other districts to make three red. So now in our state, we're going to have three Republicans and one Democrat. So we're still going to win. That's where the issue is. And that's a big problem in this country. Now, I want to get back to the point of money in the election. Mm-hmm. If, if people decide to take money, make it, you know, 
I don't know how they're going to do it. But then we're going to end up with all billionaires being elected. For example, Bloomberg. He wasn't getting money in New York originally, but he's a billionaire. He loaned himself the money for the election and then paid himself back with the donors. And that's so there has to be some laws, but that's never going to happen anymore because it. The, the ship has sailed and the system's broken. So you can't fix the broken ship anymore because it's sinking. So it is what it is. Well, Franklin, Del- Franklin Delano Roosevelt was a millionaire and he created the New Deal. So like I, like I said, it in the end, I'm a firm believer. It's about an educated electorate. You know, John Kennedy is a millionaire. Got his money from his father, who got his money on by illegal means, but he was a millionaire. You know, he he, he did what he did. So, in, in the end, it to me, it's a, it's about an edu. No matter how we look at it, in the end, it's about an educated electorate. And the, and and the, it goes back to what we were talking about earlier in regards to the fifty five percent. That's not an educated electorate. Don't I don't care what your level of education is. That's not an educated electorate in regards to what is best for you in the situation. Because not right, so how, how do you my, my question then is what is your proposal to educate these people? Because again, not not wanting to beat on this money thing, but the largest the largest um advertisements sector for the last several elections because no one watches TV anymore was mm-hmm. all done via social media or YouTube ads or whatever before things, because that's where most people spend their time either on, you know, obviously here on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook, whatever. That was the largest pool of, of advertisements for, for, for political advertisements that all costs money to get out there. So now what is your proposal to get the electorate Excuse off of me. social media Excuse and all that me. to get to there? Well, what are we doing right now? Exactly. We're we're town we're we hosting a, 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 a you know phone call town hall. After this, <laughs> Trippy is going to turn this into uh, Spotify, and you know what? I'm going to push this conversation. Okay. No, Teresa, that's great. But understand this: a lot, a lot, like this. Collectively speaking, I think all of us are basically on the same page. I haven't heard anybody come up here unless they were before the conversation going, "I'm a hardcore Trumper," and this is something you know. Like I haven't heard that yet. So everybody here, I believe, is kind of on the same path. We're all kind of discussing the same thing, but. In essence, we would be considered almost an echo chamber of sorts because we're talking to each other intelligently about a certain thing like that. So my, my question is, how then do you promote Trippy's Spotify to get to a wider source of maybe undecided voters, single issue voters, or even conservative viewpoint voters to take what we're talking about for consideration? How do you get that to happen? Where is the plan to have that happen? I, I can give a quick answer. Like what just happened, in, what just happened in Utah? For example, with the banning of books in in school libraries. So somebody filed a complaint against the Bible because the Bible has vulgar language, has sex in it, and so on and so forth. So the library was forced to take the Bible out. So now the people who passed that law, it backfired on them because they're pushing their biblical means. And now you got to fight fire with fire. I'm not saying the Bible is a bad thing in the library. But if you're going to ban Judy Bloom because of its language, 
then the Bible has to go out too. Now they have to rethink, uh-oh, we just screwed up because now they're taking the Bible out of school. And that's what, not what Republicans want because their evangelicals are, are going to get mad. And that's how you win. You use what they pass against them and you end up changing things. I like that. That's a good policy thing. But where's the wider margin rather than waiting for a circumstance like that to take place? Where's the wider margin to push this to a bigger thing? That's the, the I, I believe everybody here has mentioned phenomenal things, phenomenal things. But and, and Darul, I'm not disagreeing with a lot of stuff you're saying. Brother. So I, I'm, I'm saying I'm saying like like what is the plan to get to that wider margin to educate where is the either from a grassroots on, on on local levels to to a national level where is the plan to help educate and push this information to a wider audience that doesn't include a lot of money which could come from donors and stuff like that but but is working toward this what what is that 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 um, and that is not it's, this is for anybody anybody has a concept robert okay. that was a great thing like you know it's a concept Hit it. we we ourselves us right now talking we don't have that we don't have that answer but what do you do aren't you uh uh in a band uh well yeah i, I do a lot of things i work with um, um yes i i travel and put tours out and you know and teach jujitsu and play music yes <laughs> okay in your own way you can do something Okay, it might not be what we think is a lot. Okay, but educating ourselves, like I've been educated today, like mind blowing education. Okay, a little at a time. I, I was telling my son, one step at a time. And we have to start somewhere. We can't just keep saying, oh, well, what are we going to do? We have to start somewhere, okay? And if it's, if it's you, okay, saying to your bandmates or to the people that you put out tours for, yo, listen, this, that, and the other, um, and what do you guys think about it or what have you? And if you guys feel the same way, let's talk about it with our people okay yeah i, I would say i'll say, I would, I would say this there, there's no magic elixir to this what you do first of all you have to have just like there are many people in this country and, and this is something that we have to face there are many people in this country who have a willingness a desire to be misinformed they 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 want to be misinformed because it feeds their narrative. So all you do is is, is you combat that with the truth. So that and, and you continue to go forward. Now I don't look at us as I don't look at this as, as woe was me. I look at the Democrats as having uh, done very well, especially since 2016. Uh, I've listed off some of the. I mean, you you can go back to the past 15 to 20 years to 15 years or so and, and you look at the policies that have impacted this country those are democratic policies yeah. uh, for example bankruptcy has gone way down in this country why has bankruptcy gone down because the number one cause of bankruptcy 
back 15, 20 years ago was um, medical bills. Well, what, what impacted that? Obamacare. Because you removed pre-existing conditions and you removed the ability for people to, for insurance, um, health insurance companies to remove you because of an illness. Nope. Those are things. So when, when people talk about impact on the economy, I'll line up with the what the Democrats have done and I'll line up what the Republicans have done and one dwarfs the other in regards to the impact on this economy. Even with the inflation that even the inflation period that we're going through right now, Democrats policies have dwarfed what the Republicans have done. Because the Republicans haven't really done anything other than cut taxes. So and I've I've never understood um people talking about um, household issues, sitting down at the kitchen table and discussing the budget, and that's how we should run our country, where you cut income and increase spending and think that that's how you run a household. It's asinine, but that's what Republicans do all the time. And they get away with spreading that bullshit. Why? Because people are willing to be lied to. So I, all, all I can do is, is point out how things actually are as opposed to how I wish they would be. All I can do is point out what I believe are the big issues in this country as opposed to um, made up issues of the day such as Benghazi and, and the other nonsense. And if people actually took a look at Benghazi, Hillary came out quite well in that. Hillary, people forget, Hillary sat in front of um, in front of that um, hearing, it sat in that hearing for twelve hours and killed them. They tried; they came out of every which way but loose. She killed them. So Benghazi, if we're talking about Benghazi and what actually happened in Benghazi, if that cost her the election, then misinformation is what cost her the election. Not what actually happened. When you have when you have the investigation. Who's, I forget the guy's name who did the investigation for Congress. For, for, for well, let brother Ruth, let me let me just uh, interject ahead. here for a second because I can appreciate the 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 politics direction right. um, that this conversation has taken. But I have a question, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, I would like to ask all the brothers, the fathers, the uncles, mm -hmm. the cousins of the male persuasion. Like, why aren't they in an uproar with the reversal of Roe v. Wade? Because remember, you know, little girls get molested in this country all the time, mm -hmm. right? Things happen. Women put their lives at risk every time they have give birth to a child in the best of conditions, right? right? And this has been a woman fight, right, for the last 50 years, right? And you see what happened. So I'm trying to understand why our male counterparts aren't as vested as we have been, because we're always invested in what's best for our male counterparts, right? We're always leading that charge. So why is it that 
They can't see how horrific this is right now. Never mind uh, who's next, because anytime it has something to do with women, we attach other groups to that conversation. Mm -hmm. Right? And listen, I'm a woman of a particular age, so it, it inadvertently does not affect me, but it affects my sisters, my friends, it, my brother, my uncle, you know? I'm just trying to understand where the disconnect is. I mean, I, I think it, it gets back to, from a, from a man's perspective, I mean, as a father, I personally speaking, I've worked with uh, plenty of, of, you know, women's centers in the Orlando area, by the way, let's let you guys know, I was approached three times by the Orlando, you know, the central Florida democratic party to run for office in Orlando for one of the commissioner seats. I turned it down because of, I have a very public known like passive, you know, that I was like, man, that's not going to do too well for politics, you know? So I was like, I'm, I'm going to step out of it, but, but women's rights, you know, abortion rights and everything like that is a very big topic, especially anybody who has to suffer through living in the state of Florida, you know, knows how, you know, atrocious it is there with, especially with the, the, the parties, not, not even as the current governor, but with pretty much the last several ones that we've had there in that state. Um, man, it's, it's a, it's a big thing. And I, I, I believe you know, the messed up thing is I believe that uh, speculatively speaking, this I, I, I don't have any facts to, to back this up on this, whatever. Um, obviously, there's been a, a suppression of women in this country for a long, long time. Um, it's been it's it's been horrible in, in, for, for women in this country for a long, long time. I mean, you can look at everything from abortion rights to pay to every, like, you go down the line with this. Um, I think a lot of men back off of this because of several things and this is again just purely speculative one like obviously you take uh, on the side of the right there's that whole holier than thou evangelical side you know and that's the thing they beat on like oh you shouldn't have abortions you shouldn't have abortions and which, that's which is you know, a lie by the way you know, yeah absolutely because those are the first people you see at the clinics when their little side pieces get knocked up i mean it's i mean it's 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 it's, it's comically like horrible but you you see like the next thing you know these these especially these the the, the rich republicans that you know around the orlando area that always go to these there's plenty of you know, like gop fundraisers and things always happening in orlando and you see these guys and they have like their wives one minute and then you see them out in towns with their girlfriends and their girlfriends are the ones running to the clinics and stuff like that it's, it's awful and they're gladly paying for that but they're the first ones to be up there on that little pulpit and start talking about they shouldn't happen because of god 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 or whatever the case is you know i believe that's an issue and the second issue is there is i mean obviously it, it sucks to say but there's a, a, a misogyny in this country that still to this day it's like you know there it's control over women you know and, and 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 they want that control because you don't want a group of an equal sized group of people that have the same political power of you and you, you see that with women with minorities and in, in all kinds of situations you know so it is is it's suppressing that so in order to beat that there there are plenty of people who are allies are fighting for that cause that equal right cause and to help with with women's rights with 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 with, with women's health rights you know it's it there's I, I again like i said i don't have numbers on it this is purely an opinion 
an opinion of mine. It's it's a lot of it has to do with that whole religious right thing and and people taking some sort of fake morality high road. And another part has to deal with controlling over women outright. And and if anyone says otherwise, like I I haven't heard a legitimate reason why a person says this shouldn't happen other than protect the children, which we all know is bullshit. If we we parlay that into other subjects that we all know that's happening around the country, um, it's it's all about control over women. Or, or this fake piousness with, with, with religion that they feel like they're trying to be holier than thou. That's all it comes down to. It's a game. I mean, it is. it's literally a game. Because if you look at the state of this country, we are rated as a third world country in infant mortality. So you cannot say anything about that. As far as everything else they lie this evangelical bs god you know whatever that's also a lie because if you actually read the people choose to be ignorant that's the way and republicans feed into the ignorance perfect example nine out of i'm sorry robert i'm sorry i'm willing to drop down and have uh, any of you brothers down there come up and like Queen P, I want to know why you brothers are not up in arms about Roe v. Wade. Not the Republican Party. I don't think she was talking about them. I think she's talking about you brothers. Why y'all are not up in arms about Roe v. Wade? You want you want it with no chaser? No chasing, my brother. That's how we do it, Rule. Let's All right. go. All right. So I get a girl pregnant, right? I say, I go to my dude, say, yo, I need this $300. Why I need, why you need this $300? So this girl can get this abortion. That's it. It's not so we can get the abortion. Cause she break, so she can get the abortion. So why aren't you upset that now she can't get the abortion? See, but the, but but that's my point in it. My mindset would be, she's the only one invested in the abortion. Mama's baby, I'm paying, papa's I'm paying, maybe. I'm, I'm I'm paying for it so she don't have this kid, but it's her abortion. Right, mama's baby, papa's maybe. Correct. To the, to somewhere along those lines, so that it, so that to an extent is is a big reason why 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 people my guys may not be I'm not saying it's not but why guys may not be as invested as, as women may want them to be because unless I'm having that baby unless she's having my baby and I don't want that baby I'm not really invested in it. that's a woman's issue. That that's that's actually true, and to, to answer that even more, is when the issue with Roe v. Wade came, and I hate to be blunt about this, but all the women were screaming, "Why are men making decisions for women?" So now, as a man, I agree with you. So now you're telling me to back off. So now I'm backing off. If it's if it's right or wrong, that's irrelevant. You told. You told everybody, why are these old white men 
making decisions for women. That's what so, I so that so are you saying I gave you excuse to just have a seat and become a spectator? Pretty because much. why can't you stand behind us? Why don't we see you saying, yes, we have no right to be making decisions for women's bodies? I agree. Like I, I, I want to see somebody write a bill about uh we're gonna we're gonna regulate men's genitals because but for them women can't get pregnant then would we get more participation i mean this is the conversation and we just gonna say it we don't have to make excuses for being blunt because we need to talk frankly to each other so we can come to an agreement somewhere i agree we're understanding how each other is really feeling I agree with you completely. I, I appreciate y'all being honest. I want honest answers you, from you, you, brothers. You didn't ask me to 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 participate. You taught you pretty much told every male to back off because it's not a male issue. That's what was came. That's the understanding I got when every Robert don't do yeah, that. It's mm -hmm. the truth. No, nope. if, if nope. you want that's my a cop answer. Out. That's it's a not a cop-out. It's not a cop-out. It's what was told. Brutus, so when... Cash, either one of you want to come up here, I will drop down. You can take Dr. Spot. Cat, what do you think about that? I think, okay, I think it is a cop-out for men to say, well, you don't want, you know, women didn't want men writing laws to regulate their bodies and, and you know, we're not going to get involved in this or whatever. I think, I think, there are men who are pro-choice and believe that women should have the right to choose and make their decisions about their, their own bodies and their own health care, reproductive choices. So stand up and say, give the women the authority. We stand behind them. You know, this is, this is a health care decision that, that should not, that has, that people in power shouldn't be regulating. This should be between a woman and, and their doctor. You guys, you gentlemen, can say that, and it doesn't take away from us standing up and fighting for our rights and protecting our health care and access to abortion. You know, standing and saying we support women who are on the front lines fighting for this, you know, shows solidarity, and it shows that our side is stronger than theirs. Instead, you know, by sitting back and letting us, you know, out there fighting for this, it, it, you know, you're, you're, you're hanging us out to dry, you know, because we're stronger as a united front together. You know, you don't have, you know, you can stand behind us at the marches and, and when we're out there speaking, you don't have to say anything. You could just show solidarity. There's nothing wrong with that. And it doesn't take away from our voices. In fact, that's what we want. We want you guys there with us, supporting us, you know, and it, it shows you know, solid, we're stronger together than divided. And it, and I, that's, I agree with you, Dr. Keck. I, I understand. And, and, and uh, I'm, I'm just saying that, I'm just saying that it's a, it's a situation where a guy's not, a guy doesn't feel invested unless he's directly invested. I'll say this one that's thing just, to it. I'm not I'll saying, say this one thing to yeah. it, man. And I, this is me being super bluntly honest about Dr. it. I agree with you, Dr. as well, but I was asked what the excuses were, and I gave it as 
as bad as it sounds, that's what. No, no, no. Let's no, really. No, I really love the fact that let's you did it. it. Let's really get to it. I'll ask the ladies this: How many of you are actually there supporting your supporting your but own then cause? Again, I keep like let's really talk about it. Hold on, hold on, Rob. Hold on, hold on, Rob. Like let's really talk about this. Real For quick. example, nine out of ten poor. Rob, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. He may not be able to hear you. He might not hear you, Trevor. You're gonna have to come down, come back up, because I can't do it, obviously. Oh, I'm sorry, I don't hear anybody. Go down and come back yeah, up. Yeah, I can't. I can't personally do it, bro, bro, because you know I'm hosting the hosting the room. So just come back up. I'll give you right back. I'm away from to come back, so I don't gotta repeat it because <laughs> I, I really gotta. You know, I gotta just ask this myself. You know, I hear where y'all coming from, ladies. I get it. I understand. Uh, on the on the men's side, I understand. Rob, you can hear me now. Yes. Right, Thank you. Sorry. No, no, you good. You good, bro. So. I understand how y'all feel. I understand what, how the men feel about it. Like, yes, it's not a cop-out. It's the truth. Y'all came at us, not just now, but for so many years, for so many different situations that we should not be speaking on anything. Y'all even came up with groups, these feminist groups, to, to even promote more about how we shouldn't speak for anything as men for y'all. But then I ask y'all, in these situations that y'all fight for, for anything involving females, where are you females at? Just, just like, just like for prime example, if you want to get out of politics, you go to the WNBA. It's called the WNBA. I don't see y'all literally come to men and ask us why we don't support a league that's legitly for women. So literally, men created a league for women that women don't even support. Y'all would rather go support a reality TV show than support a, than support a, a, like than support a sport. You feel me? Then when you get into your rights and all of that, y'all want us to stand behind y'all with that. We tried it. Then y'all backfired because some of us have different beliefs. Then y'all tried to tell us that in the same run that we shouldn't speak here and there. Then you want to pick and choose what we can and what we can't speak on. But then now y'all mad that we don't want to speak at all? Like, y'all got to make this shit make sense to us as men. Okay. I, I And I love that you went there. So I'm going to make the shit make now, sense. Now, look, when you right? do this, please, please, I need you to speak not only for you, because I know how you feel about it. I want you to speak in a general statement to make it make sense for me, because the whole purpose of yeah. this is... The, where I where I'm getting at with this is every female that's in here, I know that y'all would support no matter what, no matter what the cause is, whatever your 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 whole whatever y'all decide to do. But in a general, females do not even support females, and then y'all get mad at the men because we're not supporting y'all. But in the long run, why are you as females not coming together first? to get the job done before you start asking for our help, especially when it's about something that involves you and your body. You done? Yes. Okay. So that's an interesting perspective, right? And the spin is interesting to me too. So let me put it to you this way. It's too late for y'all to care 
okay, when the abortion issue hits home, okay, it's too late when the little 13-year-old, right, that's in the foster home, right, and being molested by the foster father and ends up pregnant. It's too late for that to be horrific enough for you to have a voice, right? That's like asking black people why are they upset about the systemic racism when we're killing each other in our own communities, right? I kind of feel some way about that perspective because it's more than just a woman getting pregnant in a consensual, intimate relationship here at state, right? And that, my brothers, can fall at anybody's doorstep in real time. You will be surprised how many young women you look at and walk past every day or have been friends with for decades that have been victims of sexual assault and have ended up in that situation, right? So I don't want to hear about why we're not supporting one another. To me, that's an excuse. We don't ask y'all why you're killing each other when a cop shoots you down in the street. We're not asking that question. That's the wrong fucking time for that question. It's the wrong time. Here's the problem with that. We don't ask y'all to ask. The problem is when we try to be there, y'all push us away. So what are you talking how, about? How you figure? How you figure, little brother? When, y'all been doing saying, this for years, sis. As, as Give me a different I example different other than examples. some old white men deciding that women should not have control of their reproductive Bro, or, we've been organs. Fighting. Everybody has been so a handmade tale. I'm trying to understand. Same thing for years, bro. And then now we as men, you really sit here thinking that we gonna take any kind of respect that. We've been fighting with y'all for years for the same shit. The same shit, no matter what, it's happened to this girl. Cool. It's happened to numerous girls, numerous cases for years. The same men that have been supporting y'all, fighting with y'all, y'all now want to turn it to this all of a sudden, this year all of a sudden. Now y'all don't want us to say shit? How do you think we but gonna we supposed to take that? that. That's not what we said. Where does that narrative come from? We said that all white men shouldn't be sitting in Washington making decisions about our reproductive exactly, bodies. Are there any decisions like being made on remember. yours? Yes or and no? Remember. Yes, yes or no. Or no what? You can't turn on the TV without seeing a Viagra, Twitter, Bluetooth, fucking well, commercial. Well, I, have a, I have a question. I have a question to, to ask this because, because you, you're both bringing up phenomenal points. You're both bringing up phenomenal points. But I, I do have to ask you a legitimate question here and, and get back to a point I was saying. So I can only speak for me. Like, so what I, you know, it's hard to talk. I'm like, no one, there's not a, a gentleman up here 
that is nominated as the spokesperson for men or men in America. So they're all on the same path and stuff like that. And I believe that a lot of us here have spoken and said that you know we've helped out. I am glad to present financials to prove how much money I have given to causes for this cause. And I've been there to help support the cause. The question is, how much more or where is the 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 what is the 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 support that you are expecting because from what i'm hearing some of these gentlemen are saying like look i've been there to support we've been told to take a back seat so we're here quietly as women are running court in this one which by the way it's been phenomenal watching every queen get up there and talk and be like listen this it's empowering watching it's watching this women's empowerment movement has been phenomenal but Financially, I've supported. I've been there at the marches. I've, I've signed, you know, countless, countless numbers of, of, of uh, what do you call these things? Uh, why did I just forget the English? This is what happens when you're in another country. You Petitions. forget English. Petitions. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. I'm here in Portugal. I just lost my English. So, so I, I've signed plenty of petitions. I've been out there doing this stuff. So, so how much more can I do if we're looking to try to turn that tide? Did if you're looking to come up to that you and, and did any woman come up to you and say, I don't want you to do that? No, I've done it because I want to. You know how many women's self-defense seminars See, I've, that's what we're saying. I've taught? Can, you know what I mean? Can, but, this, but, but my point is there are countless. I'm not, listen, I'm not sitting here saying I'm the only one. I know people who've done exponentially more than me. Plenty of men, plenty of men who've done this. So I think this, 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 where the, and, and again, I, I keep getting back to that. We are being men and women because the men who support and the women there, we are being, and, and I brought this up before, outspent by people who are actively spending more money to suppress the fight that we are putting up, men and women together. Uh, again, uh, uh, you know, Orlando or Florida is sometimes a piece of shit state, but I will tell you this, there is not a weekend that goes by in, 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 in Orlando, Lake Yola Park, that you do not have demonstrations, marches, you know, uh, parades for, for women's rights, for gay rights, for, for, for minority rights, for everything out there, because they are very active in supporting that. It's a city that supports that, and it's beautiful when you see these people all getting together collectively, marching and chanting for the same thing. It is incredible. Incredible. So there are plenty of people doing it. However, our voices are being crushed by people who can spend more to shut us down. So, so what more do you want? I know that you're saying, why aren't men backing us up in sport? But what more are you expecting us to step up and, and do outside of violence against our oppressors right now? I, I, I appreciate I, I don't want anybody to get this construed right. I appreciate the rawness of the conversation. So we this is what we want because there are people out there that feel like my little brother Trippy feels and there are people involved like you, Rhino. But dip your hands been up. This is a place where you just unmute the mic and jump in. So I wanna hear from you. Go ahead, Jeff. I think his arm got stuck. <laughs> Rhino, I agree with you completely. Actually, now that I learned that you're in Orlando, that's where I started my first, it's called Ripple Effect Charity in Lake Eola to feed the homeless over there. So it's kind of ironic. That's awesome. That's awesome. It comes back 20 years later in, in a circle. 
because I remember when the police were chasing everybody out of Lake Eola, when we set up food and bags and creating with the partnering with the YMCA to give them places to crash in Lake Eola 20 years ago. And now you're talking about Lake Eola today, which has changed tremendously over time. Cause I remember they wanted to keep Lake Eola beautiful because it's in a certain area. And now people are doing it weekly and weekly. And I remember when I was there, they didn't even want that. But thank you for reminding me. It's amazing. So, you know, the women's, the Batter Women's and Children's Center up there on Summerlin. I spent a lot of time, again, like one, one of my hats I brought up. Yes, I'm out here in Portugal putting a concert tour on the road again, another one. But when I'm back home in Orlando and off the road, I teach Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and mixed martial arts. I teach Gracie self-defense. And I spent a lot of time at that shelter teaching women who have been abused in, 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 in homes, beaten by men, or just, just been out in the streets with their children, teaching them how to defend themselves against anybody that does that. So it's a beautiful area down there. There's a lot of good support. And and I believe, and that's what I'm saying. Like I know, like man, I feel, I feel for every woman who has gone through. Look, I, I can't. I'm not gonna put all my my business out in the streets or anything like that. But I've got a lot of personal friends that I've had to walk in, man, walk into those clinics and and walk through those lines and and walk like and and, and hear the vitriol. I mean, spit at them from these fucking pricks who are sitting there saying the worst things to these people who have got to make the hardest decisions of their lives and sit there and walk them in there because I have again look at me six foot four 210 pounds black belt jiu-jitsu fighter no one's gonna piss me no one's gonna get in my face I don't give a shit so if you're gonna try to fight me it's gonna be a rough day in the office for you so I walk anybody through any picket line anybody there to get them to a place where they need to be safely to walk inside that place I'll do that for anyone if I don't, if I don't even know you I will do that for you so I've heard this bullshit and to sit there and hear that stuff being spit at these women who have to go to hardest decisions there are plenty of men i know who are, who are backing them up and, and and when i hear like why aren't men doing enough there's plenty who are and it really truly are there are some damn good men out there and i know men have taken it on the listen we've been pricks there's been a lot of dumb shit that men have done collectively and i am not denying for any woman who is pissed off men i see some shit now. i can like I, like i'm impressed with sometimes like when you see something so horribly like yo i'm just i'm just impressed with how fucking terrible that is that is that is just so awful you, you're just disgusted to the point where like i just gotta chuckle at that so there are some dumb shit that men have done especially in the last 10 years easily going back further but literally like in in the in the, in the zeitgeist of the world you hear all the shit that men have done you know but there are also a lot of good men out there who are doing their part to help out their 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 mothers and sisters and uncles and sorry uncles aunts and 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 family members and girlfriends or wives or anything like that and i've seen people make these decisions that it is it, it just sucks because we could blame where are the men we could blame like like you know why aren't you defending well, why aren't you there for us but there's so much i i it's you know, call it my conspiracy theory. I just think it's bigger. Whoever has a bigger wallet, you know, Robert, you, you know, Orlando. So I live in Windermere. Bro, that's not a, know. that's not a conspiracy theory, bro. That's just life as is, bro. Whoever got the bigger bag controls what the narrative is. That's exactly. all it is. That's always. Exactly. So I live in an area where there's plenty of wealthy 
wealthy Trumper type people because that's their thing. They want to keep it. It's a lot of white and it's a lot of just, you know, those types in the khaki pants and the, the smug smiles and their 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 55-year-old wives who are trying to look like their 17-year-old daughters. You know, it's like it's it's a it's a mixed bag. And you see these people all with that same like smugness of, oh, these people, and oh God, if you're a woman getting an abortion, you're obviously some sort of horrific woman on the streets doing all kinds of shady shit, not realizing that something terrible happened at the end of that point you know so it's 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 painful to, to when you see the pushback of those smug arrogant pricks who are who are acting this way it, it's it's infuriating and and when you're out there like you know every the last election cycles last three election cycles when we're out there you know you know you know papering neighborhoods and going out there saying hey please support these these people getting back to education when it comes up time like trying to educate the public we talked about that earlier you know this is these are things that need to be discussed and put out there it is painful to have to go through all that stuff to watch us lose and we're not asking for much we're not asking for you know something we just ask like when it, across the board for women for 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 minorities for the lgbtq community we're just asking to be treated like people and get the same basic stuff and it is infuriating and frustrating so when i hear afterwards like what can we do to make it better i'm like well what's the solution and i ask it's, it's not to be to be combative it's like what is the solution that we feel across the board brothers and sisters, all of us combined to help out. You know, that's what I'm trying to find out because if there's a solution that maybe I'm missing, maybe a lot of people are missing, what do we feel is the key? What more do you want men to do to help out? You right here. Well, that's well, she was in foster care, right? Say again? That's data she was in foster care, right? The girl that we referenced. You said she was in foster care, correct? The one that I went, no, she wasn't in foster care. She was a, no, she no, was no, a friend not, of mine. Not you, not you. I'm talking about oh, okay. the one she's talking about. That she was in foster care, correct? Yeah, I reference foster care, but I not no, it's saying, not though, necessarily. Yes, care, right? yes. All right, now before you become a foster parent, the system has to do an extensive search on you, correct? Not necessarily. Uh, Yes and nah, no. Nah, I don't think you want to go down this road. Nah, you don't. Nope, nope, nope. Please I'm, don't. And I don't but we can. If you do, question. we'll go there. I mean, I'm going down this road on the case of the system ain't doing their job with the way they're giving these rights to how you become a foster parent. That's what I'm getting at. We I thought I was going with this. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, okay. You scared me for say, a minute, like, Chippy. No matter what, short, the girl is not wrong. No matter what I'm saying, I'm not saying it. Where I was going with the female thing is just more so, it's just, us. I'm giving you all the reasons why us as men, you get what I'm saying, feel how we feel. It's like, it doesn't even matter what situation it is. I'm speaking in a general aspect. This is all the angles you will get from a man. But y'all want me to be there, but y'all not there. Y'all want me to be there, but then you told me to go away. Y'all contradict everything y'all want us to do. You get what I'm saying? So then when we try to do it, it's always a problem. That's all I'll be saying. But the so, so, main problem so, overall, though, mm -hmm. that I have a problem with is the way the system allows these people to become foster parents because this shit is a timeless thing that always happens. So if you want to fix it, I think that's maybe a realm we can start out with. That that might be a starting point. All right, Dip. Dip, my brother, what you think about that? You've been waiting for a minute. I'm not getting in, involved in the force to care. I'm a product of it, so I'm gonna I'm gonna stay out of that. Oh, but I am bit, too, Robert. 
but the answer to the question, I'll say this. I'm not gay, but if I if there's a pride event or a pride march or whatever, I'm still going to support it because I, I support people have a right to do what they want. Now, if you ask me, hey, we want to march for women's rights, I'm going because I believe women have the right, should have just as much, if not more rights, because if not for women, I wouldn't be here. Well, a woman. So I agree with that as well. When I'm told, mind my business, because I'm a man and I wouldn't understand it, and if they pass the law to that every man should have a vasectomy, then I can get involved. Then I'm going to say, okay, you told me to step away. I'm still going to support clinics, the health aspect of it. My dad, for example, my adopted dad, was against abortion. But trust me, in high school, he paid for a lot of abortions that were my issue. But that's, you know, but that's a fact. So... I, I I I appreciate what you're saying. I just want to let Rel speak because he has well, to go back to work, and then we'll get back to this conversation. Thank you for joining us, brother. Hey guys, hi, y'all hear me? Yeah, okay, okay. loud okay, and clear. Something in the storage room. Hey, listen, shout out to y'all in this conversation. I am mad that y'all having this right now. Um, don't know y'all gonna do a part two, but I'm definitely gonna listen to this. Just want to say shout out to everybody. Doing what fucking Karen's had to walk away. But, um, <laughs> yo, this is great conversation. And um, talk to y'all soon. Love y'all. I just want to show some love. Love you, um, I'll be listening on Thursday um, to steal from your show. <laughs> and uh, take some of your bits without giving you any credit for it. <laughs> yo, you stupid. So, <laughs> I think the going to be this Thursday, but I'll let everybody know. Still trying to figure out the schedules, but I love you. But was it aiming at you? But uh, the space I'm gonna do would be I'm gonna talk about that. But trust me, ain't nobody in this room. But y'all know, y'all already know the vibes. Ebony, you know, you know, you know the vibes. Uh, (laughs) We talk about that because I'm about to put some some people on blast. But um, I love you. I gotta get back to work. My man. Hey, is Dip there? Nah, skip past that, man, because he didn't. He done went down, came up, went down, came up. Look, we going to Ebony, then after Ebony, shoot at the Ariel, and then hey, I don't hey, know if Brutus hey. went because those are the new speakers that we got so far. But whoever was speaking hey. beforehand, let them continue. Guys, I just want to say really quickly, I got to jump out because I got to get back to work over here. So okay. it's been a pleasure. It's been an honor. You guys are all wonderful. Fucking love you all. Be safe, and I will talk to you all real soon. Ronald, appreciate you, man. Appreciate oh, great, you. Love you. Stuff. Thanks great for coming. Stuff. Great stuff. Good afternoon, y'all. How y'all doing? I'm able to join. It was a little loud in my background, so I had to get to a quiet spot. Um, I just I got a different whole perspective when it comes to uh, why this is going about and uh, why is it happening. Um, you we talk about the men. I'm not so. I'm not saying that the men shouldn't have an opinion because you you do have women in your lives. Or, you know, everybody has a, a woman or, or so that, that has influenced them or been around them. So you do have a kind of opinion on that. And I think what's being misconstrued is that the people that are making the major decisions are not, they're not including us in it. You get what I'm saying? Politician-wise. I'm not so much talking about you guys as civilians, but the, the politics of, of the matter. Um, I think 
that is all a ploy is for politics. It's not it's not to look out for us. It's because a certain demographic is scared right now because they feel that they're pr the, 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 the um the field is being even right now. Where that certain people are catching up. Who is leading in uh you know entrepreneurship? You know who who who's leading in college graduates right now? You get what I'm saying. So if we worrying about business and not so much the family aspect, a certain demographic feels they can be uh extinct soon. You get what I'm saying? Evan, Evan, let me let me interrupt you for a second. Why don't you answer that question for me? Who's leading in um college graduates right now? Is it, is it? I believe it's us. It's black women, isn't it? Black I, women. Knew the answer. I want you to answer the question for me. Black women. Yeah. Yeah, black. yeah I knew. <laughs> I just black want you to say it. Yeah, black know. women. Yeah, so uh, that's a, it's a certain. And how do you stop a dream from happening? You kill it before it starts. So uh, if you're pregnant, most of the time you have hurdles, more hurdles to overcome when this happens. You get what I'm saying? It, it makes your life a lot harder. Not, not harder, but it's, it's something else you have to you have to set aside for a time for, you get what I'm saying? To having a, a child is, is whoo, you get what I'm saying? So, and, and people do that single-handedly and still do what they have to do. But then there's some cases where it, they, that doesn't happen. You know, it, it, it changes you, you know, you put in for your kid and maybe things turn, turn left. And the dream that you have, you have to, you have to turn, you have to do something else. I tell you like this, he's not a woman, but my dad, my dad, as soon as my mom was pregnant with me, he dropped out of school. He dropped out of college and he became a police officer. That's not what he wanted to do. He's retired police officer. Is it still a career? But that was not what he wanted to do. You get what I'm saying? So it's just stories in that in that aspect. So I think it's all about fear. It's not because they're doing their scared. So a certain demographic is scared they're going to be extinct. They're scared that things are evening up and, and a fair field is not their best that, like I say, a fair race is not their best race, I believe. You get what I'm saying? So they put this on to women, and because it's not going to affect a, a certain demographic, they can go, they got doctors, and do under, other stuff, other go other routes, where a certain other demographic doesn't have those resources to do that. So that's how I see this, uh, this whole the whole situation i see it for what it is and um it's a it's scared people scared men is that these men as you can see the rudy giuliani's with the sexual assaults these women don't want them so why would they want their kids um <laughs> it's just it's just what it is and i'm gonna land my plane there that's how i feel about the situation all right ariel what's good yeah, what's going on? Yeah, what's up, my VSI family? Um, definitely loving this conversation. Uh, I think everybody basically hit a lot of nails right on the head. Um, I basically like want to add on to that because I feel like also as well, like we got the problem with this issue is that we have a lot of politicians, like you said, that a lot of them have been losers their whole life. Women don't want them. They've been, you know, accused of multiple sexual assaults, rape. You name it, they've done it. Whether the thing is, they just got a lot of money and people to hide all the bullshit that they do. So that's the problem with this, with this, with this country. Actually, is that people in power, basically, like the people in power that make these decisions or have enough money to influence these decisions, are ultimately making these decisions 
based off, you know, a woman's body, which they, they shouldn't have no rights to, especially the people that it's coming from. You shouldn't have one anyways. But I just feel like that that's something that is, is a big problem in America. Um, we got all these these fucking whether you know these these, these people that they just they they're a bunch of rejects, man, and they're in charge of things that they shouldn't be in charge of. But just because they have money and power, you know, they, and they're evil, you know what I'm saying? And I just feel like that is something that it, it needs to be fixed. Um, it's a major issue, and like I said, man, I just I just hope it changes soon, man, because no none of the, none of those fucking guys have no reason or influence to ever. To have an influence on a woman's body. They should never have to. They should be locked up half of them, to be honest. Appreciate y'all. Excuse me, real quick. Ariel, real quick, can I say something to you too? That that definitely. And um a lot of things I think they're doing is projecting their homes. They can't control their homes. So what we can't control is what I can control is the government. I'm part of it. So you see who they're going after. And also, I think if you have to show a certain level of respect to somebody, then they try, try to da downplay that demographic, too. Like like what they're doing to the to the LGBT community. Oop, that kicked my ass, too. My sorry. So like what they're doing there, it was like, oh, we have to we have to show too, too much respect. Like I have to find out your pronouns. I have to treat you like a person. Who are you? You get what I'm saying? As soon as that happens, you see what the Black Lives Matter started catching catching steam. You know what I'm saying? Like people started realizing that a lot of lies was taught and that, hey, maybe black people are not lying. That there is a real racist problem going on. What happens now? They starting to do this critical race theory thing. So it's like once you, you guard and light towards something and they have to give respect to anybody else but themselves. It's like we got to get them down. We got to tear them down. We got to get this out of here. This can't happen. And that's how I feel about that situation. So yeah, right. Like, like you said, in the family, these women don't want them. They they, they probably have children that are that are gay, and that doesn't fly with them, you know. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't align with what they what they um what they feel. And it's a bunch of people, like I said, they're just stuck in this old mentality that you know things need to be the way it was in the 1900s, and that's not the way society works right now. And like my thing is like, if it ain't affecting your life, why do you care? You know what I'm saying? Like, if it's not nothing to do with pertaining to you, what, what is it the issue to you if someone's gay? What is it the issue with you if someone feels like they need to have an abortion? Because it's their body. Like, ultimately, it's not your choice. It's theirs. Because it also keeps people divided. Because as everybody has mentioned, the evangelicals preach against abortions. So now, in reality, America is a Christian state. Regardless of what everybody says, it's it's founded on those principles it really is as, as far as everything in general i'm not saying real facts so now if you get whatever christians or whatever they go to church and you get preached about anti-abortion so now you got half the women against abortion against their own interest that includes nope. Nope. rape molestation Anything else, they're gonna they're voting against their interests. And that was my point I was trying to make. Hey Rob, but you notice do you notice that with these people, with people that uh that usually are the ones that are against it, are the ones in some way, shape, or form, are the ones like you said, have gay children, have raped a woman before, have molested, have numerous counts of, of acts against women are the ones that are against it. Right, but even yep. the ones even the ones that are against it that are can be completely innocent. That's the way they're doing it, is to keep people divided. Keep them yo, ignorant. Yo. Look at who, 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 who's jumping in. Example. That's, that's the dip about to dump in, finally. Like, yo. it's finally working. 
Yo, on, yo, dude. let me speak on that because I think that's that that's just like a false narrative that they use all the time when they try to say uh, abortion is anti-Christian. First of all, God is pro-choice. He gives us all a choice. God, God can if you if you are a Christian and you believe you believe God is all powerful. Therefore, God can make sure nobody ever does any bad. But He gives us all choice, right? So, God is pro-choice. So the narrative that somehow man should somehow impose their will on another person's body, God doesn't even does that. God doesn't say, hey, I'm going to stop you from doing this to yourself. So the fact that men think that they can somehow stop people from doing something to themselves is one, incorrect, and two, unfactual. If they ever pass the anti-abortion law, it's not going to end abortions. You can't stop people from getting abortions. So they would just be illegal abortions. It's a dumb law in the first place, and it's also immoral. So that narrative that somehow anti-abortion is moral, that's the narrative that has to go for for this whole cause to jump. So me, I speak out all the time. I say to be anti-choice is actually immoral, and pro-choice is the morality, and that's actually the side that the evangelicals should be on. But I agree they let with people you. spin this in a way to be manipulated. And everywhere you go, please don't let Correct. people say that. Let hey, yo, D, I'm you. a Christian, you know, and you know, you know what? You, you hit the nail right in the head, man. Because I do got some people in my Christian community. I'm gonna just be honest, man. A lot of them are full of shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> There's a lot of good Christians, but a lot of them are full of shit. All you right. know, and the thing is, the thing is, you talk to these people, and it's like, I guarantee you, if you pick a lot of people, these you know, these politicians, whatever, they're adulterers, they cheat on their wife religiously. They do all kinds of shit that, you know, you're not supposed to do. So you're going to sit here and, and tell somebody it's a sin to have an abortion? Like, come and on, also, you're being a fucking hypocrite. we separated hypocrite. the church and the state for a reason. It, so you know, even it, if it's, exactly. it's a sin, it's not your business. That's what I'm saying. Like, you're not it's supposed not to judge business. nobody. It yeah. says it in the fucking, you're not supposed to judge. To, to give Chris, to get, to, to answer Christians. To bring law Mario, to it is crazy. I'm gonna give you. This, this, this no, there's no other law that stops you from hurting yourself. There's no other law like that. All if right. you want to do something to yourself, there's no law against it because it cannot be enforced. So it's it's really batshit crazy, to be honest. Now, I just want to make two points to Christians who are anti-abortion. First of all, I want the Christians to read the Book of Numbers, chapter five, where God made God does abortions. It's in the Bible. God did something in the Bible. If you are a Christian and you don't believe in abortion, read Numbers 5. Now, as far as if you think it's a sin, well, if you're a Christian, you're a sinner anyway. One sin isn't different than any other sin. That's my two points to Christians. So I agree that it's a false narrative, but they preach that so because they want you to stay ignorant and stay divided. Because every Christian that I've spoken to that is against abortion, I tell them, read Numbers 5. Oh, you don't know what you're talking about. Well, if you believe that those words are written from God, through God, whatever you want to believe, then there's an abortion in the Bible. So you can't tell me anything that abortion is bad. That's facts. So I, that's why I only say that it's to keep us divided. The same reason why nine out of 10 poorest states in this country are red states. They vote against their own interests because they want to keep you ignorant and they pick and choose a little aspect that they want you to pick on so you're still going to vote red. Kentucky, 
Mitch McConnell state is one of the poorest states in the union. But yet you look at Kentucky, it's straight red. There are more poor people on welfare, but yet they're going to talk about the, the blue states, California, New York. Well, what's the man? What's the fun one? The one they always say Chicago. Everything is Chicago, right. New York, Chicago. Chicago. And that's that's my point on this exactly. If they the Republicans pick a thing to divide, because if they go straight on policy, they will be out of office. And these old white people are eventually going to be kicked, knocked out. Look at the voting numbers. The electoral votes is what keeps a lot of them in power. That's how Trump got elected. If you go by people votes and the electoral vote, by the way, is a racist thing. But I'm going to, we can discuss that on another time because Virginia was one of the least popular states, but they had the most electoral votes because one slave owner can can vote four million times on a census because he has a thousand slaves that have two thirds of the population, you know, back then what they considered, whatever, three-fifths, whatever it was. But that's a whole other topic. But the fact is that they will use any little thing to divide you so they can get their point in and they can stay in power. Thank you. And I appreciate you for allowing me to rant and rave here. We love you here, so come anytime you want, Robert. You always add something to the conversation. I see Brutus there. You you have something you want to add to this conversation, sir? Absolutely. Thank you, Robert. Hello, hello, everybody, man. This is a tremendous and great conversation and one that uh, definitely needs to continue to resonate um, when it comes to the support of the ladies, I and the women, I always will support that effort that you would have the ability to make your own choices. Um, there's nothing wrong with trying to discourage, um, you know, like if somebody gets pregnant, depending on the circumstances, uh, to try to, you know, keep a child. But ultimately, in the end, it should be their decision and their decision alone um and and just leave it at that there's just so many things that i could go into and personal uh stories that i have with it but i mean it's really emotional um but at the same token you know there's another thing that um that they were trying to do in the government and a lot of it had to do with trying to get um less black babies born by um basically neutering our women and i mean you know spading our women by um you know making it where they can't reproduce by doing unnecessary surgeries and what have you that would cause our, our women of color not to be able to reproduce and also um, uh, experiments done on men, on um, black or brown men, to make them unable to reproduce. So you see, there there is a bigger issue that's going on with all of this, and it's all geared towards, and I heard it mentioned earlier, about the race, um, uh, especially when it comes to the white race, and the fact that they are going to, at some point, be a minority 
in this country. Um, and this is what they want to try to uh, pre prevent by forcing, and it will be mostly, unfortunately, young white women who may be the ones more affected by this abortion rule, looking at the states that have put in, uh, the majority of the states that put in these bans, it is to, I believe, to increase that population in those areas. And um, it's really sad because those women should have that ability to choose and not be especially when it comes to um, instances of rape, molestation and incest and things of this nature, the taboo things that people really don't want to discuss. And and those should never be um, any political or um, situations where they could try to tell somebody that you have to have a rapist baby or, uh, or you have to have a, a baby that was created by a family member. This is insane um, theories that they're, that they're doing. And by all means, that needs to be stopped. And I will support any way I, that I can for you ladies to ensure that that is not um, something that continues to happen. Um, it is just a sad state of affairs that for 50 years, Women have had the right to to choose on how they want to, um, you know, use their bodies when it comes to reproduction. And now in some states and probably more to come, it is being forced upon a woman that, you know, um, whether they whether they want to be and have children or not, that they're going to be forced to, to have that happen and it's not right it's not fair and i condone i i don't condone that um you know how those old men created that in the first place um it's just totally wrong thank you sir um Bruce, can you let us know uh at what church you'll be preaching tomorrow <laughs> the church of saint nick <laughs> <laughs> Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Amen and amen. Well, I think this was a spirited conversation as usual. I always appreciate us, you know, taking the mask off and just having a real conversation, right? You know, I, I don't know how everybody else thought. What did you think, Brother Wolf? Oh, I think it was a I think it was a great conversation. Honestly, I think it's probably the best one yet. I think uh, I think it was very successful. Got to hear a lot of different perspectives. Um we didn't get we didn't get to hear anyone who was uh, anti abortion. Uh, maybe maybe the information that was in here was too strong for them, or maybe they just didn't show up. But uh, even within uh, pro choice, we had an opportunity to hear different perspectives. Uh, and we got opportunity to discuss abortion and beyond. So I think it was very successful. Uh, I, I love the uh, conversation between uh, Trippy and you, and you. I think it was very good to get that get that out there. I would say that my point of view was similar to Robert's. I'll show up. And if anyone, if any man, 
and has has a wife or a significant other, you you understand exactly how you'd react to that. All right, just show. Tell me what to do. Tell me what to do, and I'll do it. And, and, and that's how that's how I would support abortion in that case as well. Well, tell me what to do, and I'll do it. It's this is your show. I'll t- you take the lead. Tell me what to do, and I'll do it. You know, it's it's kind of a it's kind of a dance. It's a it's a sophisticated dance where sometimes you have to uh, take a leadership role, even though you're not in the lead. There's some things that you you do because you have the opportunity to do so, or it'll help advance um, the conversation or ha- advance the cause further further along. But I, I support 100%. I completely support women and this cause and, and all causes. But other than that, great conversation today. Looking forward to next week. Indeed. I appreciate all the men that showed up and participated in this conversation. And that's what you could do. You know, I appreciate that. As far as me and my brother Trippy, we have these kind of dialogues behind the scenes on the phone all the time. You know, sometimes he sways me to his side and sometimes I sway him to my side. But that's the importance of this conversation. We can learn something from everybody, you know, and once we can see it through everybody, each other's eyes, we may be able to come up with a solution. Huh? Trippy, what you thinking? (laughs) Hey, man. (laughs) It just felt good to play the bad guy today, you know? <laughs> it, felt hey, good. it felt good to switch roles with Rue one time, you know? Because <laughs> it's like, it's, it, it just, in my in my case, it's like, I agree with everybody. Like, I'm in the same case as Rob and Rue. Like, I'm in the same way, you know, married and everything like that. Uh, and even not married. It was always anything that involved your body as a woman. I always felt like, yo, it's it's on you. You know what I'm saying? It's on you. You let me know what we doing with this, and then we go and just figure it out as we go. You know what I'm saying? Like I've always felt like that's your choice. You know what I'm saying? The as you can see with the topics and the things that I brought up, I just don't like the fact that men get blamed for always not being around or always not supporting or always not trying to do something to help y'all and and anything that y'all in when we do. But then I always be like, but where's your own female companions at? You get what I'm saying? Like, I don't really never see women together. And that's where that shit has to stop. Like, women need to actually start getting together in all aspects, you know? But other than that, you know my motto, network is key. Because without it, you don't get this. And always remember, like I said in the last space, and I think I'm going to have to preach this in every space that I do. You got two ears and two eyes, God willingly, for a reason. Make sure you use them wisely because you have one mouth. Sometimes you do not need to use it. And and I'll back you you on this. If if I do something and I contribute and I give an opinion, it doesn't have to be called mansplaining. So to to that extent, I do get where you're coming from. You know, if if we're working together and I give an opinion, it's not mansplaining. I'm not mansplaining to you. You know, if we're working together, then let's work together. If if you need me to take a, a backseat role, then that's because I understand that completely. I mean, because that's the same thing with the civil rights movement. 
You know, there there were white people who helped out with the civil rights movement, but they didn't need to be in the forefront, nor should they have been in the forefront, because that would mess up the entire movement. So I understand that completely. You know, you have to be mature enough to um, play your role and mature enough to take to accept um, relevant and, and and valid suggestions. I'd also like to chime in. Thank you for having me. Thank you that I saw it, the space. And if those of you who host and co-host the space, send me a reminder because I appreciate this space more, honestly, more than I appreciate the Knicks spaces because right now nothing's going on, but that's where I'm mostly on. And that's how I found you guys because a lot of you are Knicks fans. So, and these are conversations, although we are speaking in a vacuum, it is being recorded so others can hear and so on and so forth, which is a great thing. And reach one, teach one. That's all you got to do. That's what I believe in. That's what I've always preached to my kids and so on and so forth. Reach one, teach one. And that's how we grow as a community, as a people. And thank you again. I'm off my soapbox. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you, Rob. You always add to the show. Facts. That's a fact, man. But everybody else that's still here on the panel, you know, definitely, y'all could definitely give y'all last words before we close out. We're not going to do y'all like that. Okay. I don't have anything to say. Just, you know, always a great space. Always great topics. You know, I like that it's a, uh, you can speak your mind here. You know, everybody not going to like what you, what you say, but you still can speak your mind. <laughs> and uh, that's it. Thank you for letting me get my thoughts off because this is a, a major, major topic. And I see I see it is what it for. I see what it is, what it is, you know, like uh, they um, it's an agenda, a big one. And uh, we just got to do do what we uh, we can as individuals. That, that's just that's all we can do. But I hope everybody's having a blessed day. Now, land my plane. Knee. <laughs> this has been. One of the best, just like you said, Daru. Can y'all hear me? Absolutely. Absolutely. This has been another one of the best. You know, I never know what the topic is either, you know, but <laughs> this one, this one was a really, I learned so much. Robert, thank you again. Even though I don't think you told me how I could become a lobbyist. And all of the facts that you men bring to the forefront and the answers that you give to the hard questions that we women can ask and we can ask some hard questions and and we can ask them hard we're not sensitive in here that's why you can ask them yeah and uh, I love you guys man this was great thank you for letting me share Anytime, anytime. Brutus, what's the word before we close out? As always, peace and love to everybody here in the room in this great uh, conversation. And uh, I'm glad that something like this has started. I mean, you know, Rels and them got their thing, and this is this one here as well. You know, we need something else besides Nick's 
Knicks only talk and uh these are great ones to have man so appreciate you guys for putting this together and uh appreciate everybody for you know tapping in and being supportive thank you brothers thank you well appreciate everybody that participated in today's conversation and we're looking forward to doing this with you again next Saturday same time. Same time. All right, same time. We see y'all Saturday at 12.30. Don't be late, people. For the conversation. Out. <laughs>